efficiency. All right, forget the intro, forget all that stuff. This episode, episode number three, is going to be about being genuine. So right now I'm driving, yeah, I'm being safe, all that fun stuff, but I wanted to talk about the mental health crisis we're having currently. You know, a lot of people say, you know, it's an epidemic. There's suicide after suicide. We just witnessed uh, two this week from two popular individuals in uh, culture, you know, Kate Spade, and then we had the chef. So what does that look like for society? What does that look like for you and your personal health, your mental well-being? And what does that look for the look like for the folks around you? So we're taught growing up a couple different things, depending on where we're from, all of our backgrounds are going to be a little bit different, but we might have some similarities. So some people are taught to be polite and being polite, you know, put on that smile, be nice and courteous to those around you. If somebody uh, gives you something, say thank you, you know, all those fun things, the, the P's and Q's. So that's, that's the first thing that we're kind of taught at a young age for some of us. The next one is, you know, a lot of people end up learning through experience. Another experience is, you know, whether it's parents or peers, whoever uh, raised us or influenced us, they taught us through action. There's a lot to be said about action, more so than words. Um, I think words at some point have an effect where until you prove that you have integrity, integrity by my definition is doing what you say you'll do, being who you'll say you'll be. So if you say you're going to go to the store and you don't go to the store, then you probably lied about it. That's probably a bad example because, you know, obviously traffic, whatever, something could come up. But if you say you're not going to cheat on your spouse or your significant other than you do, your actions speak louder than your words there. So another way we're influenced in our youth growing up is by other people's actions. So when we're talking about people being polite, people being influenced by actions, I think we lose a sense of ourself when we're out there. And maybe you can relate to this, maybe you can't. But if we're putting on a, a smile and saying thank you because that's what we've seen or heard or have been told to do. So if we're only looking to benefit ourselves rather than benefit others, we're going to be called selfish. If we're looking to benefit others but not ourselves. We're looking to be selfless. Either way, we're going to burn out in the end. The reason for that is, is if we're only helping ourselves, nobody else is going to want to be around us and help us when times get tough and we do need somebody else's help. But if we're only helping others, we're going to neglect ourselves and burn out ourselves. So those are some things to consider. But with today's big mental health crisis, the suicide epidemic, whether it's just seeing all of these actions on TV and it almost has that culture or that persona i use the example of the school shootings so you know the first one again until the first uh, school shooting columbine the first major one happened you know there weren't many school shootings if if at all and then after they became publicized you know that was a big deal obviously but the more and more just this year obviously we've had a lot but then if you look at the news the news reports on what's popular what do people want to see it's not necessarily what's beneficial for people it's what do people want to see people want to see kind of this uh almost death and destruction mentality people are 
in it for you know that gory traffic accident or that juicy gossip in the news so without comparing school shootings suicides to that but it's popular right now uh, people are willing to watch TV, which the news is funded by all the ads in between, all the commercials that you see in between the news. So if they're able to get more viewers for those ads, they're able to sell those ad spaces for more and more money. So if suicide becomes profitable for news and mass shootings become profitable for news, they're going to keep showing them. So what does that say about us as a culture? Well, taking a step zoomed in on ourselves, what does that mean for me as a person? That means me as a person... We're going to have almost some, some conflicts. We're being influenced by what we watch. We're being influenced by the people around us. Whether it's my personal choice or not, we're going to become influenced. You know, we can turn off the TV. We can be selective of who we're around. But at some point, we're going to have to leave the house and be around people. You know, I forget the statistic, but between radio ads, billboards, uh, TV, all that, um, you know, even cars, they all have their, their branded and wrapped uh, advertisements these days. So we're, we're able to be influenced by the things around us, whether we want to or not. We can close our eyes, we can shut off our ears, but in reality, that's not something many people are intentional about. So if we're being subconsciously influenced by the suicide and mass shooting epidemic, what does that look like for ourselves? So at some point, we either have to do a very brutally honest self-reflection of ourselves, of our own mental health, what's influencing us, and how we're reacting, and how we're actually doing because of that. Some people can do that. Being brutally honest for myself is super tough. Um, I end up judging myself, whatever that is, it ends up being almost a negative experience, and then I end up not liking to do it. So one of the things that I do for myself is I'll journal, I'll write things down. I use uh, Evernote to just jot down some thoughts. Sometimes they turn into blogs, now they're turning into podcasts. So being able to get that stuff out, um, whether it's our feelings, our emotions, or even just our thoughts, um, if they begin to swirl and just keep being chewed on in our minds but never get digested, that leads to confusion, that can lead to depression. For me, the definition of depression is just being stagnant. You don't have that motivation to change. You might know that you want to be somewhere different, but you don't have the uh, motivation to change. I want to say that most people that have depression are courageous. They know where they want to go. They want to get there. They're battling. They're struggling. They're not just giving up. But if we're looking at media and how that influences, like we were just talking about, if we're getting all these negative influences and we're already in a battle, we're already courageous, but we see people around us saying, hey, it's okay. And I'm never going to encourage suicide. I'm going to give you guys a very strong disclaimer. If you guys have thought about suicide, thought about taking your life, you know, it's okay. There's people out there that have thought about it. There's people that have tried it and it hasn't been successful, but that's my warning is get out there and seek the help. I know you're out there trying. I know you're out there doing your best. You're being courageous, but sometimes you need that outside help. And sometimes that help is only from a medical professional, a licensed uh, therapist, counselor. Yeah, sure. There can be stigmatisms um, attached to that. There can be that certain persona that, oh, I'm crazy if I have to go see a therapist or whatever. 
well, those stereotypes need to end, and we need to start taking care of our our mental health and take care of our well-being in general seriously. We got to take that seriously and do something about it. So sometimes it's all it takes is a trusted friend. Reach out. Be with somebody that's not going to judge you. Somebody that will just simply be a mirror and reflect back. Hey, yeah, I've I've felt that way too before. I've I've uh, thought those things too. Maybe I haven't thought those things, but I want to hear you and understand you. So that's you know a good trusted friend that's not going to judge you. A medical professional, a therapist, a counselor. But reach out. Um, the The sad fact is, most people I don't think go into life and spend most of their life thinking, "Well, I'm just gonna end up killing myself and you know end all the suffering that I'm going through." I don't think anybody has that plan. It's battling, battling, and battling. Being courageous, seeing everybody around you saying, "Hey, it's okay to you know take my own life and end the suffering." Now without sparking too many moral dilemmas and battles there, you know, we're going to keep it on the subject. I want to see anybody listening to this, if if they need any help, reach out. Um, as a certified life coach, you know, I'm a listening ear. I'm a trained professional in the sense that if you need somebody to listen to you without judging, I'll be that mirror. I'll reflect back here. Here's what I'm hearing. No judgment. If you have goals that we can attach to that, and sometimes a goal of feeling better, it just needs to be said and then measured. You know, how much better do you want to feel? And that's a thing. If we're being influenced by all the media, all this, they never talk about, well, is there such a thing as happiness? If so, how happy? How happy do you want to be? How happy do you want the people around you to be? And that's a very tough aspect to measure. It's a very difficult area to say, well, I want to be eight out of 10 happy. Well, does that scale ever change? Does 10 ever become 11? Does 10 ever become a nine and you can only become a happy happiness nine rating? And that I think can be a battle again if we're talking about depression is, well, maybe your scale shrinks. Maybe you can only be happy of a five today, but being able to recognize that, be brutally honest with yourself, be okay with where you're at, but also find that motivation and courage to keep moving forward regardless of how you feel. If you can only be happy of a scale of zero to five, five being super happy, well, then be a, be a five today. Shoot for, for growth. Be a, if you're at a zero right now, shoot for a one tomorrow. But that's the thing. I think emotions are out there for a reason. I think we grow because of them. Everybody talks about, oh, negative emotions, all this and that. Well, negativity, it's all it is is energy. We can use that negative energy to move forward. If you listen to the last podcast, you know, we're, we're hybrid. We're fueled by positive and negative energy. People say, I'm fueled by my haters. I'm fueled by this. It doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. It's all about our mindset and how we look at that. So if this message resonates with you, give us some likes, give us some comments, share it with somebody that you think might need to hear this. And as always, get on my website, efficiencybook.com. If you want a free 15-minute session, if you want a quick mirror into your life, and if you're not sure if you're able to be fully honest with yourself, but maybe you can do it with somebody else, reach out to us.